Yeah, I get distracted by a bunch of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to start the show. We can edit in wherever, wherever, because I've just been talking. But welcome back to All In With Rick Jordan. I am Rick Jordan, your host. We're talking about distractions. Uh, I, people get distracted down the road, and I was talking about a domain that I own, mybuttishuge.com. And the reason I have this domain is back when I was launching churches, all I was doing was thinking of ways to grab people's attention. Sticking it on a billboard, people driving down the road, and they would just get distracted by this thing because it was just something different. And anything obscene or just a little crass or anything draws people's attention, no matter what. You know, so that's all I was thinking because at the time it was very, it was from a very good perspective and intention that I had. Once they would get to this landing page or funnel, and I'm talking like 2005, 2006 is when I bought this thing, right? And so back before click funnels was really even a thing, <laughs> or landing pages were really even a thing. I was thinking they go there because a lot of people have either it's going to be people just going there just to just because they're curious about what the heck is on this page or this site at that time, or it was people that are legitimately thinking, man, I do have a big bucket, but and I want to get rid of that. And I cannot lie, you know, <laughs> my son sings that, my nine-year-old son, because it was in like some animated movie or something like that. Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> but they would go to this page because they're like, oh, you know, I don't think much about myself, you know. So, But that in and of itself is an everyday distraction. Self-depreciating thoughts can be a distraction. When you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking, I don't like the way that I look today, and you start just dwelling on all that rather than focusing on what you have to do day by day, hour by hour, week by week, just to make sure that whatever you don't like about yourself doesn't exist anymore. Maybe you don't even need to change something. Maybe you just need a fresh perspective, but you're distracted by some things that might not matter. You're distracted by things that will just take you off the road. And you know, a feature, a bit we have on this show is a squirrel because I get 8,700 squirrels every single day in my head. But I don't really chase many of them, which is great. I even try to keep my team on track when they get squirreled by things, by new shiny things. You know, sometimes they're fun. You know, if I get, like the other day, I was in the middle of the day and I just got, I don't know what it was, but all of a sudden I started, I don't know why cinnamon came into my head, which led to cinnamon dolce latte. And I went to Starbucks immediately, dropped everything, went to Starbucks and got a cinnamon, a skinny cinnamon dolce latte just because I had to, Whatever. It's just something I had to do. So I followed that shiny object. Squirrel! But self-depreciating thoughts, I want to get on this because if you dwell on those so long, I was looking at the science of this years ago, and just like when you're building up muscle, you know, I, I lift four times a week, and every time you lift, you're supposed to be lifting a certain amount to where you have these little micro tears in your muscles, and then your body has to rebuild those or repair those, but it fills in the gaps, and then this is really dumbing it down because I'm not a doctor, but that's how your, your muscle mass actually gets larger because you're creating these fine tears in your muscles. Your brain works the same way as far as building up and strengthening neural connections. So the more that you think about a specific thing, and it goes... Every time you have a brand new thought, something you've never thought of before, your brain forms a connection. It creates this bridge. So every distraction that you see forms one of these things. Now, when they're, again, I'm not a doctor, but this is just what I read from like Harvard Medical. And this really resonated with me because I understood it because of what I do, how I love fitness. But this is mental fitness, distractions, right? So this new mental pathway, this new neural 
bridge that you have in your brain because you thought about this thing is now there, but it's fragile and weak. The more and more you think about that same thing means the stronger that connection just continuously gets used more, used more, used more because you thought about it the first time which established it. Now you keep thinking about the same thing, the same distraction more and more and more. Maybe it's my butt is huge. (laughs) Maybe that's what you keep thinking instead of doing something about it and that becomes a distraction and takes you away from being productive and successful in other areas of your life and you're putting effort now. Literally by just looking at yourself in the mirror, you're putting effort into keeping that distraction around because that neural pathway continuously builds stronger and stronger and stronger. So it's almost like a, a wire, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen guitar strings, how they're wrapped or made. There used to be the show on the discovery channel, how things are made. I don't know if it's still there or not. It's probably on Netflix. If you want to go check it out, really freaking cool show, but they would take guitar strings because I'm a guitarist. Everybody knows that the, top strings on the guitar, which are actually physically on the bottom when you're, uh, when you're holding the guitar. So the thinner strings are just a single piece of steel when you're dealing with a steel string guitar. And you go into the bottom strings, which is usually the bottom four, depending on the gauge, and then they're wound around. You still have a core, which is a single strand, but then there's multiples that are wound around that in different gauges. So think about that in your head, that weak connection, because you can break a top string on a guitar, really easy. Especially when you're playing some lead or you pick it too hard, whatever it is, that sucker will snap. It is very, very rare, Adam knows this, <laughs> it's very rare that you can pop your bottom E string. Very rare. Because, I mean, you really have to hammer that sucker over and over and over for that thing to pop. But the top string is thinner. It doesn't have that extra strength around it. So when you have this distraction that's in your life and you don't give it another thought ever, or you, you can actually make a choice not to think about something again. And you have to train your brain. I learned this a couple years ago when I was really, really sick. And my brain went into this spiral out of control about thinking about all the things that could be wrong with me. And it caused extreme anxiety because I kept thinking over and over and over again about the same stupid stuff. After I finally found out what was going on with me with my gallbladder, I had to retrain my brain because after that moment, even after the the dead organ was removed from my body, I kept thinking that something was up with me. Even though I had physical, undeniable proof that I was now fine. All blood tests were good. I had people going to me with scopes because I said I could still feel some weird stuff saying everything is perfect. I had to retrain my brain and get it out of this loop because I had such strong neural pathways that had been built up over the course of eight months. There was legitimately something wrong with me, but nobody could figure it out. So I kept you know, going on WebMD and all this other stuff and researching all this other stupid garbage that's out there and filling my head with crap. Jeez, oh, I think of it, the show Everybody Loves Raymond. We're, <laughs> we're uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brad Garrett, Robert, right? The, the brother, Ray's brother, goes to and forms part of a cult. And every time I say filled with crap, I think of Frank, you know, the, <laughs> the character who, uh, I'm so glad my son's head is filled with crap. Squirrel. <laughs> it's another squirrel, but hey, I don't care, whatever. It's, there's a distraction. See, but I, that's it. I'm not going to chase it anymore. 
But I kept filling my head with this crap over these years and kept strengthening those bad connections in my head because I kept thinking about it over and over and over and over again to where just like that guitar string that has the core, that initial thought that by the way can be, I'm going to get into this in a bit, can be broken very easily, but I continuously wrapped around thicker and thicker gauges in a spiral around these things to make them stronger and stronger and stronger to where it was hard to break that because I kept thinking the same things over and over and over again. That can work out for you in good ways too because you can think about positive things. And don't don't get me wrong on this. Don't hear what I'm not saying because there's a lot of stupid shit, and I'm going to call it stupid shit, that's on the internet, on Instagram right now about people just saying, all you got to do is think positive. All you got to do is just think right. It's not that easy. It is not that. This is an active disciplined process that you have to go through. I had to do that after I was deathly ill to retrain my thought process, retrain my brain into getting into a mode to where I could drive my life forward again. Just like it is, I work out four times a week. I say four because it's every other day when I lift. Sometimes it's even more when I add in some cardio on the off days. This is a discipline that you have to constantly work at to stay fit. It's also a discipline you have to remain in and constantly work at to not be distracted away from the things that are important. Now that guitar string, that top string that I was talking about, the one that's easily broken because it's super thin, that's really cool. On a guitar, it's not really cool because the thing can break. But if you have a distraction, that neural pathway that I was talking about... If you can get into the discipline to where you can recognize these distractions, and this becomes easier over time after you train yourself to do this, but you can get into the discipline of recognizing that and not giving that distraction, that negative thought, a second opportunity to strengthen it, those things are the easiest broken right when they happen because they are the thinnest. Now, I'm not going to lie. There's some things that I still struggle with. There are times because it... I was in that thought pattern for a long time that this thought will creep up. It's like, oh, what's wrong with me now? Health-wise, what's wrong with me now? And I have to recognize that immediately and say, this is stupid. You know, I just had this like a month ago. So I go and get my own blood tested because I don't trust doctors that much anymore after them not being able to figure out what was wrong with me for so long. I go and get my own blood tested and across the board, it was like all within the norms. I'm like, okay. If it's, but it's something I had to do. It's something that I realized that I needed to go through to this to show myself, listen, stupid. <laughs> I talk to myself that way sometimes, but everything's cool. You just need to go back into your rhythms. And I realized at that point because of some stuff, some stresses that I was going through in life that I had gotten out of my other regular rhythms. I had allowed an opening for more distractions to come in. And this was one of the ones that I was used to mentally that decided to creep back in again. They are the easiest broken right when they happen. At work the other day, I had uh, we've got uh, three main initiatives, and we hashed this out at, uh, at a staff meeting. And I had one of my people, really great intentions, awesome dude, come in. And, well, I got an email, actually, that said, hey, thanks for signing up for this. And I was like, oh, I didn't sign up for anything. It was a new tool, a new app, I'll just call it that, that had some automation built into it that could potentially save some time in one area. 
but it it's not an area that's a priority or focus right now, and the process was already happening, or it should happen because of a procedure that's already in place. That was the focus, was getting back to some basics in some areas with this one process that we have that was being, excuse me, that was being missed. So while this covered a, a very small part you know, let's say it was an 87-step process, right? This was like step number 23, one of the single steps that could have saved maybe about 15 minutes in that one single step when we were just straight up not doing 50 of the other steps, just ignoring them. You know, so the whole meeting was about just following the procedure. That's it. Getting back to basics because of what it can do for the company, what it can do for growth. And this one thing that's great, but it was a shiny distraction. There are tools, there are apps, there's software that will always come out to try to make things a little bit easier for you. And if it makes a big swath, if it would have eliminated time for all 50 of those things that we were going after, sure, that's cool. But this was just a shiny golden squirrel that popped up. And I said, that, that's great. We have these other things, though. I, dude, I don't want you to get distracted because it's going to be more that's piled on your, on your plate. And we have to devote resources to this to get this thing up and going when all it does right now, because we don't have anything else built around it, is help maybe just in this tiny little area right here, rather than looking at this thing and zooming out and covering all 87 of these steps. So let's not get distracted right now because this is not going to help us achieve one of our three main focuses right now. And I had to, I went back to him later on because at first he, he seemed a little defeated because he thought it was awesome, you know, and like any tech dude is. I mean, engineers, they get it. This is not so much the case with me anymore. I used to be this way, you know, but then I, I crossed over to the dark side and I do mostly sales now and interact with people. I love this realm because I'm, I'm very, very social. But in the tech side and the engineer side, there's always new and shiny things that come around. Think about it. There's a new freaking iPhone every single year. I, I know because I buy it every single year. That's more so for image because I own a tech firm and I should have the newest thing. If I walk into, a, <laughs> if I walk in with a tiny little iPhone 4 from like eight years ago, I'm not going to actually really look like I'm on top of my game. That's why I get the new thing every single year. This year, I got the new purple one. I haven't opened it yet just because it was that's my brand color. And I was not, for the first year ever, I was not going to get a new iPhone. But then I saw the purple. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> now I got to grab this thing just because it's my, it's on brand. Now I had a new reason. Apple finally got me. It wasn't, and it was literally because it was new and shiny. <laughs> it's the reason why I bought this thing. Right? But for techs, this happens not every year, but this happens like every week, almost every day. There's always something new that's out. There's always something that could be potentially life-changing, at least we think that it is. But I learned a long time ago not to walk into a prospect from a, you know, a ginormous law firm and say, hey, you should buy this new server because it's new. There's no reason. All of these things, including money, I talked about this before, all of these things are just tools to accomplish an end result. If this tool, this new and shiny thing, does not line up or help us accomplish one of these major priorities that we have, then let's not get distracted. Let's keep focus on what does matter right now. We can put this on a wish list. We can put this on an R&D board and 
put it, you know, devote some time to it at some point just to further research what it might do when we have that time, when we're not focused on these three major areas. Cool. But this distraction could have derailed this dude and two of my people, two of the team that work for him, for like 10 days just diving into this thing. When those 10 days had much greater purposes right now that they could be doing literally to drive sales in the organization with going back to this fundamental process because there's several large opportunities on the table right now which these processes drive to help close. This new tool would not do that. Doesn't line up. It's a distraction. It's a squirrel. But hey, it's new and shiny. I want to come back to this guitar string. You're going to need to talk yourself back up after you break this thing down. You're going to have to continuously remind yourself. Let's think about when you shatter a piece of glass, right? The thinner the piece of glass, it's going to break a lot easier. And the smaller the pieces are when you shatter this thing, when you break it, it's not like the glass disappears. You still have to clean it up after it's there. And there's these, uh, going back to these articles, these weird medical articles that I read, because this is what I do late at night. I read read, uh, weird medical stuff. There's like these janitor cells that exist in your brain. I'm going to have to find this article somewhere. That when you sleep, these janitor cells come out of their little holding areas and they go and clean up all the thoughts that you don't think about in your head because they recognize that they're not being used anymore. So these weak neural connections that might have been just formed or they might have not been used for years, that's what they go and erase or just clean up, deconstruct or sweep up that broken glass because you've now shattered that and disconnected that area of your brain because it's no longer distraction for you. Or unfortunately, sometimes it's good thoughts too because you're not continuously reinforcing those good thoughts or those patterns in your life. That can happen. And you see that. How do I always wonder this, right? And uh, I realize it now. There's two fears, right, that I have, two, two main fears. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this before on this show, but there's one that I've talked about even on the stage at Harvard before was there's a fear that every entrepreneur has of being broke again. Every entrepreneur has that fear. The second one that I have is being fat again because I was years ago and I don't ever want to be there anymore. I mean, I played baseball for nine years. I was a catcher and that does a number on your knees. Just like any ball player, because you're always in a squatting position for something like that, right? Even now, I don't feel it now, but I did when I was larger. It hurt just to walk upstairs. And I never even passed the 300-pound mark. The heaviest I was was right around 270 as a six foot one guy, and that was not muscle. <laughs> that was not muscle. My knees hurt badly. Now they don't hurt anymore. That's a, And I'm... 10 years older. They don't hurt. None of my joints hurt. It's awesome because I'm not carrying around the extra weights. The only time they hurt is when I lift wrong, which I can do sometimes. Just because I get into this with, with some friends it's like who use cables, right? <laughs> and they say, oh, it puts too much pressure on the joints when you do free weights. I noticed even like a month ago when I had these other distractions that were going on in my life that 
I fell out of my normal rhythms, my normal disciplines in fitness. And it made me feel bad every single time. And even feeling bad about it became a distraction. So it wasn't just the fact that I was out of rhythm because I was distracted by other things. It was also the fact that I felt bad about being out of rhythm, which was also a distraction. (laughs) Instead of actually just getting back into it and doing what I know would make a difference, I just kept thinking about it, saying, oh man, look at how much I suck. This is horrible. I got all this other stuff going on. And I made a list a while back of the top five things in my life in order that I need to have in place in order for me to function right, in order for me to think clearly. And the very first one is fitness. I'm talking above family, above everything else. The second one's sex, okay? <laughs> the first one is fitness. The second one's sex. But the if I am not in my rhythms from a physical perspective, I cannot function mentally. Did you hear that? If I'm not in my physical rhythms in a proper way, I cannot function well mentally. If you think that you're at the top of your game right now and you're overweight, you're wrong. That's a straight truth. If you think you're at the top of your game right now, you might be thin, but you have no muscle mass. You're not working out. You're not doing anything to, for your physical stature. You're not at the top of your game right now. It's impossible to be. It's medicine. It's science. You have to tax your bodies. This is how we were born. Sure, there's ways to hack it nowadays. I mean, freaking Dave Asprey is a brilliant dude when it comes to these things. That's fine, but that's still a discipline. Looking at the right stuff to to put into your body in order to accelerate your performance physically, it still all comes back to the end result. Those supplements are just a tool. They are not the answer. They are just the tool. That's it. But if you're not at the top of your game in anything, take a look at your disciplines and make this. I would challenge you to make this list for yourself. The top five things that you need to have in your life in order. And someone might say, dude, you suck. You know, because family's not at the top. Your wife and your kids aren't at the top of your list. No, they're not. Because I can't be the best I can for them or be present mentally for them if I'm not in the right place myself first. Impossible. Get your stuff in order. Take a look at yourself in the mirror and not stop being distracted by the distractions. Stop, did you hear that? Stop being distracted by the distractions. Stop thinking bad about not doing something. And instead, just start to form those better, stronger neural pathways in your head so that the old ones will not be used anymore. And just like a muscle that atrophies, that breaks down, this is going to happen in your head too, in your brain. And those janitor cells are going to come out and just sweep that crap away. And you're not going to have to deal with it again. But the only reason I'm saying this is because I've recognized these things in my life. And I know when I get off rhythm that this stuff starts to bug the crap out of me and I get distracted by how bad I feel about it. It's horrible. It's a horrible thought process because it just starts to spiral out of control. You can't think about these things that way. And I know it's not that simple. Like I was saying before, it's bullshit when somebody says, oh, just think positive thoughts and just think this way. You can't do that. You cannot do that. 
You have to just get into the rhythms that matter. So make your list. There's your challenge. Make your list of the top five things in order that you need to have in place in your life to be present, aware, physically fit, and mentally stable. That's it. See ya. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening. I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message. You know that I bought the handsomeentrepreneur.com, or just handsomeentrepreneur.com? That was available, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty fun. It came out when when I was pitching TV producers one time. You know how just random stuff comes out of your mouth, right? It just came out of my mouth, and that was I went on GoDaddy right then and there and bought it. I was like, all right, it's there. It's mine now. Yes. It's like I still have my buttishuge.com. <laughs> I bought that thing like 10 years ago.